Welcome to this brand new episode of the Marketing Technology Podcast. This podcast is hosted by Mark van Horek and myself, Elias Krum, and brought to you by Marketing Guys, the MarTech agency based out of the Netherlands. Welcome to this new episode of the Marketing Technology Podcast. Today I have Gil Sommer, who is the VP of Product at Kinetics, um, on the Marketing Technology Podcast. And Gil is located out of um, New York, or close to New York, I have to say, because he recently moved. Um, Gil, welcome to the Marketing Technology Podcast. Thank you for having me, Elias. Cool. Gil, can you explain to the audience what your background is and what Kinetics does? Yeah, definitely. Let's let's start a little bit with Kinetics um, first. So Kinetics is a video platform uh, for publishers. And, and we as a company have um, a set of technologies that allow web publishers to um, present different types of content and then monetize uh, this content um, with video advertising. Um, and uh, in regards to myself, I've been with the company for about four and a half years, um, really kind of since our early days, um, building out the, the, the product um, uh, organization, the design organization within, you know, within the company and helping uh, set the direction uh, to help uh, different types of uh, publishers and advertisers to achieve success um, with video advertising. Um, and prior to Kinetics, I've been at uh, a set of different companies, including Fiverr, the marketplace for freelancers. Um, I was a management consultant in my past and a couple of other experiences, uh, you know, kind of a little bit uh, more um, uh, earlier than that. Cool. So, and now you're in the video advertising space, and that's what we're going to talk about today. The video advertising to start with, you know, when you're asking me what video advertising is, you know, there's all kinds of definitions on that because there's all kinds of different, let's say, video stuff in advertising, in banners, etc. cetera. Um, but to, to make clear what we're talking about today, what, what's your definition of video advertising? Yeah, definitely. So uh, first of all, I agree. Video, um, you know, is a medium, right? And as a medium, much like uh, in other types of marketing, right? When we're talking about content marketing, right? And we're talking about, you know, banner ads and others, right? Um, you have a certain medium, which can be visual or text, and uh, and that medium can be used in different types of marketing. Uh, the same happens with video advertising. Now, specifically, um, uh, what we refer to as video advertising is um, video that either comes, um, you know, attached to a video content, right? So think about um, clicking on a video on a site or on YouTube or on anywhere else, and you have this what we call in the industry pre-roll, this video, you know, the the video ad or, or a couple of ads sometimes. Uh, that come before the content or after the content. Um, so that's one type of video advertising and we call this in-stream. Um, there are also additional types of uh, video advertising which we call outstream, where you might scroll down a page and then suddenly see again, a video ad, a commercial, kind of the same thing that you know maybe 20 years ago we would see on TV, um, you would see today um, on websites, um, on apps, um, on connected TV and so on and so forth. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So in-stream versus out-stream. Um, 
What what about the, the the use of video in in for example banners? Is that is that is that in stream? Do you consider that in stream or, or is that a different category? Right. So uh, that that's a great question. And and you know in general, what we call in banner ad in in the industry is considered more outstream. Now there are some caveats to this, and I think that when you see um, you know some of the more uh, which you, you might call rich media type of executions, um, uh, you see a combination, right? A combination of, um, uh, you know, banners together with video um, as well. So these usually are categorized under rich media type of executions. All of these are, all of these, um, you know, ads can be considered and are considered video ads. Um, they're usually used for different purposes. And, and, and as a result, um, you know, their costs, right? The costs that are associated with each one of these are um, different. And um, associated when we're looking at costs, it's also, we're also looking at profits or revenues, of course. So um, why should we start or should listeners start using video advertising? And, and what's the difference in results compared to, for example, static ads or old, like, like standard advertising, online advertising? Yeah, that's um, you know I think I think that's a very that's a key question, right? And and there are really two trends um, you know that make video advertising invaluable for for marketing. So first of all, consumption trends, right? Um, about seventy eight percent of of users today watch a video at least once a week, where fifty five percent of users on on you know the web today watch a video at least once a day. Uh, and these numbers are going to keep on trending up. Um, you know, in a recent study, Cisco um, uh, has estimated that by 2022, uh, over 80% of internet traffic um, by volume is going to be video, right? So bits and bytes that are being passed on the internet are going to be uh, video. So, so it's very clear that, um, you know, video is where the consumers are, right? Where the users are, um, where your potential customers are. Uh, and as a marketer, you want to meet your users in, you know, uh, uh, their natural habitat, if it, to, so to speak, right? Of course. So, um, so that's uh, kind of the first trend. The second trend is that video is, is a very effective tool, um, you know, especially for, for top mid-funnel uh, type of marketing. But research shows that, that users retain about 95% of the message when it's gotten through video. We um, you know, have gotten very accustomed to banner ads and, and, and those type of ads on the web and to the point where a lot of users don't see them anymore. Um, and uh, just video is much more effective in, uh, in enabling a marketer uh, to really you know, hone a message uh, and make sure that people that are watching that message are remembering it. So when you take these two trends together, um, having video as part of your strategy as a marketer um, is very important for your success. I, I love the uh, the way you're explaining this, Gil. So um, the, the question that pops into my mind here when you're talking about those video ads and the two trends that you just explained is uh, a lot of, People, a lot of companies start using video as a uh, or video advertising, but 
how do you differentiate yourself from all the others that are trying to stand out in the crowd? So what's the key to video ad success? Yeah, that that's, I think, um, you know, that's a great question. And, and one of the things that enables, um, I, I think, you know, up and comers, right? People that are just starting, marketers that are starting to use video to be able to differentiate is trying um, different things. So what, what you see a lot traditionally in video advertising on the web, um, you know, you have those uh, kind of 30 second, 15 second spots um, which really, if, if you if you look at the history, right, like come from 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 TV ads, and a lot of um, you know marketers that have been doing this for years, especially in the big brands, have been thinking this way. However, um, the things that are more effective recently are much much shorter type of ads, right? Uh, more I, I call this the the, so, the socialization, right, of of of, of uh, video creative. So. Um, these, you know, catchy six second ads um, are very, um, you know, very um, successful um, because uh, you need to, um, you know, you need to have a hook, right? I, I was listening to one of the, uh, one of your recent, you know, um, one of your recent episodes with the founder of, of Video Chops, right? And he was talking about, you know, the hook, right? You, you got to get a hook. And it's the same thing with video advertising. You got to get a hook very, very fast. Like, uh, and when I'm talking about fast, I'm talking about no longer than three seconds. You really need to have something in the beginning that will make people want to watch this ad till the end uh, and will make people want to interact with, um, you know, um, with the ad. Um Today so you're referring to Audrey, Audrey Johnston, and he was on, on one of the episodes yes, like yes, a couple yes. of episodes ago. And he is uh, he is a YouTuber, so he's a, a an influencer, so to, so to say. And he also is the founder of VidJobs, um, who makes those videos. Um, and and absolutely, he was pointing out that it needs to be um, catchy and, and short, and like you're saying, like these six video, six minute video. Uh, advertise ads are really effective. Yeah, that's that's what yeah. he, ex he explained the same. Yeah, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. When you're talking about a hundred percent, and 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 I'll I'll just kind of uh, refine that a little bit. When we're talking about uh, you know about content marketing, right, and 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 um, uh, getting exposure to content, uh, you know, then we're talking about kind of those right, those like longer six minute, you know, talking ad type of. Uh, um, uh, type of videos. When we're talking about video advertising, it's even it's it's going down from six minutes to six seconds, right? It's around how am I able to get a message across fast and effective? I think that a lot of um, uh, what what you tend to see a lot of people trying to do is to reuse uh, you know content that they um, uh, that they have shot, and that's a good you know that's a good idea, right? Reduces costs and and enables you to um, you know, to, to, again, to get more bang for the buck. But um, when you're thinking video ads, uh, you need to think short, right? You need to think something that is catchy, that is fast, and that will get people interested in um, consuming more of your content, right? So I wouldn't expect a video ad to have everything you're trying to say, but to have enough that will get um, your target audience uh, interested and want to engage with you. Um, I think that the second thing, uh, you know, that savvy marketers that are starting can can do is think of different types of environment. 
Um, so a good example, and I think that all of us, you know, that are going to listen to this podcast probably had this experience, right? You're scrolling on one of the platforms, right? LinkedIn, Facebook, YouTube. Uh, maybe YouTube is not the greatest example, but something like a LinkedIn or a Twitter. And, and you start seeing these videos. They start playing, right? Auto play, what's called autoplay sound off, mm-hmm. right? You scroll down and the video starts playing. And there's an ad over there. Now, is this ad less effective? I think that the answer is no, but you need to make sure that the creative allows you to send a message even if the sound is off, right? So for example, if this is a, you know, a talking head type of type of ad, right? You wanna make sure that you have, um, um, you know, closed captioning as part of the ad itself, right? So to make sure that someone that has sound off can understand what is being speaking about Right or the use of other um, you know types of graphics on the ad itself that can help you pass the message because um, uh, research has shown that uh, you know users that are doing this or marketers sorry uh, more exactly that are doing this uh, correctly are getting a lot of benefits also from sound off ads which again is is you know counterintuitive a little bit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so I think that that's, so, so, you know, to summarize that, that is really the focus. The focus is get something short, you know, try to find the hook in the beginning that will get people, um, um, you know, that will get people to consume more of your content, right? Like don't, don't try to, or, or don't be tempted to go into long, you know, minute long, two minute long ads that, um, is not, uh, you know, the most conducive to, to how consumers today are consuming uh, this type of content um, and make sure that it is fitting for different types of, um, you know, environments. Um, uh, so both the web and the social, when we're, when we're talking about scenarios where where the, the ad might be playing without sound, right? So sound is an important part of it, but not the only one. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Especially, I can imagine in B two B, and when you're doing LinkedIn, for example, um, oh, people yes. don't have their their sound on. Um, so, to the marketers that are listening, you know, some of them might think, you know, I, I'd like to try out that video advertising uh, way of advertising or bringing my brand or making doing a campaign through video advertising. But you know, standard advertising is easy. Um, can be done in-house pretty easy. Uh, ads can be created pretty easily. Um, video to them might sound a little complicated. So if if you were in the shoes of listeners, marketers, where would you advise them to start when they would like to start using video? Video yeah, ads. The, definitely, definitely. And, and I think, you know, usually the, the biggest hurdle, uh, you know, as I was talking about creative, you know, and a second ago, right, this is usually the biggest hurdle because everyone that, that is thinking video ads are thinking, okay, you know, I need to make something now. I need to bring some actors. I need to bring a director. I need to bring, you know, a camera. We're talking about uh, tens of thousands, you know, of dollars in expenses. And that is something that's just not conducive to, you know, different types of, of, of um, uh, businesses that are just, you know, starting out trying to test these tools and are not going to go deep into it before um, uh, doing that. I, I'll say more than that, even for, even for larger businesses, this type of investment, uh, you know, in the creative does have a little bit of drawbacks, which I'll talk about later. Um, but 
the uh, one of the ways to start making creatives, right, is using some of the, uh, the newer automated tools. So I think that um, uh, animation, uh, you know, whiteboard animation or other types of animation are usually a very cheap um, way to start creating ads, right? You can create an ad, um, um, you know, using, speaking of Fiverr that I talked in the past, right, in, in, mm-hmm. with, with um, uh, um, you know, using freelancers from Fiverr or Upwork or other uh, of these marketplaces, uh, using um, uh, different types of animation, you know, 2D animation or whiteboard animation, um, pretty cheaply, right? Uh, pretty cheaply, you know, even uh, in the likes of, of, of less than $100 um, and have a good high quality ad, right? So that would be step one. Step one is we, you know, you need to, to get a creative um, and have something that uh, works and works um you know well, um, kind of based on the things we talked about earlier. The second, once you have that, um, then video advertising is not really different than any other, um, you know, type of advertising, right? It's around uh, finding, you know, your target audience, right? Depending on where you're buying. Um, If it's on platforms, you know, using the targeting tools that the platform have, if you're a B2B marketer um, or even a B2C marketer, right? the targeting tools, and then around um, measurement. And I think that over here uh, in measurement, this is you know something um, uh, that um, you need to, to have a little bit of a larger kind of view and approach because video advertising is, um, if we would measure it in traditional, you know, last click optimizations, right? Or, or direct response, you know, optimizations. Um, uh, you know, the results that we're gonna see are not necessarily gonna be the best, right? There are other and cheaper ways uh, to advertising campaigns that are that are meant, you know, to get an immediate conversion. Mm-hmm. However, um, if we are um, looking at, uh, you know, a customer journey, right? So we're saying, okay, uh, a customer, you know, a potential customer um, will uh, get to our website, right? And then, um, you know, we might do a retargeting uh, campaign with a video ad, um, which might lead him to another visit in our website and so on and so forth. So as we are thinking about the user journey, right? Um, we need to understand that video is one of those tools that are getting to the conversion. And we need to look at it in a way that, um, um, you know, gets gets uh, users uh, deeper into the funnel and closer to a conversion. And as mm-hmm. always, like any other, you know, good marketer, testing, 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 right? So a marketer that's want to start. I would segment, you know, the users if we're talking about a scenario like I described, right? A retargeting, you know, splitting the users 50-50 and trying to see the lift in conversions with both of them, right? Not necessarily from direct clicks on video ads, even though those exist, those exist and and happen, you know, um, but also the lift that you see from users that maybe didn't click, but still, you know, had a conversion within, a certain amount of time. So I, I think that this, you know, this would be to me kind of the way to start. Start so with simple creative, limited spend, 
um, uh, and then a 50-50 test to try to understand the lift that you're getting from, from these ads. Mm-hmm. And once you estimate and understand the lift, then you can go and start spending more money because you really understand the ROI of uh, this tool. So what, you, what you're also saying there is to um, make sure that you have your attribution model in place and that you attribute the video uh, the, 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 let's say the video in your attribution model and make sure that you can point out how it influenced the, uh, the conversion in the app. Yes, 100%, 100%. Having an attribution model, which, which you know, again, is more complex than just a, a kind of a last touch, right, or a first touch. But mm-hmm. when we're talking about more complex attribution models, um, this is where really you start seeing the effectiveness of video because video is, again, based on kind of some of the stats that I was talking about earlier, it's a weird beast, right? It helps increase conversion, but it's usually not, you know, it's not necessarily going to be... First um, or last touch. Exactly. So it's, it's, so it's going to be somewhere in the middle then. Cool, cool. Exactly. That's some great, great advice there, Gil. Um, the, the final thing that I would like to, to ask here is... Because you're you're in the middle of that video advertising, you're doing that every day, so you must have an idea of the future of video advertising. So, with all the current um, things that are happening to the platforms, to the to Google, to Apple, etc., how does that affect the future of video advertising? Yeah, definitely. So, so there's a couple of uh, you know, uh, let's talk about uh, maybe kind of two trends that are happening today and then a little bit into uh, kind of how this is going to play out, you know, maybe a year um, uh, or a little bit more into the future. So specifically now there are two interesting trends, um, you know, that are happening. First of all, uh, connected TV. Um, So connected TV uh, has been kind of the, 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 you know, in the center of the video advertising industry for the past, um, uh, year or almost two years now. Um, and really this opens uh, a lot of opportunities for marketers. Um, and, and why why is it doing that? For, so for two reasons. One, um, the transactions on connected TV are programmatic, right? Which, which allow a marketer to um, have a different type of buying um, you know, patterns, much more automated that can run in limited, um, um, you know, in limited scale and also with much more exact targeting. And that opens opportunities for different types of uh, marketers um, in, in smaller marketers, you know, to advertise, right? If in the past you were thinking, okay, only, you know, big brands, right? Or maybe even big local um, you know, car dealerships or the likes, right? Big local businesses can are the only ones that can really advertise on, um, uh, you know, you know, on TV. I think that the recent trends are opening this up for more types of marketers, um, as making it more accessible, more measurable. The second is that uh, video is getting more contextual, and this is uh, this is maybe an interesting, you know, point to point out. Um, you know, as marketers are thinking, where am I going to, where am I going to put, you know, um, my video ad, right? So the interesting part in video ads, especially the ones that are connected to a piece of content, to a piece of video content, is that there are two types of contexts in which these video ads are being shown, right? One is the page you're scrolling down, right? Think of a feed or, you know, an article. Uh, 
Mm-hmm. And then second is the piece of content that you want to watch. You as a user want to watch. And this video ad is appearing before it. And both of these contexts are important. Until now, um, most, of the, most of the focus has been on the context of, you know, the feed or the page or where it is, you know, um, what type of area within a website, what type of, you know, group within a social um, you know, feed uh, this is, um, you know, this appears in. Uh, but I think more and more focus is being uh, drawn to uh, what is the context of, of these ads. So these are the two kind of more immediate trends that, that are happening today. A little bit on the longer term, and we just, and we talked about the attribution uh, and measurability a second ago. And, and, and this, uh, so at least on the open web, right, this is something that's going to become a little bit more challenging. Um, in the next you know, year or two as, um, as is happening with the increased focus on, on privacy. So some of the mechanisms uh, that allow both targeting and measurement um, you know, are, based on, uh, are based on mechanisms that are not you know, the most of privacy, that have kind of privacy first and privacy in mind. And these mechanisms are going to have to change based on you know changes that a lot of big tech and, and regulators are making. Um, and what uh, is going to happen in the next you know year or two is there's going to be a plurality of solutions. Uh, people are going to test things. Different companies are going to come up with different solutions. They already are um, coming up with them. And then you know in the end, like like most of these things happen, right? The market is going to settle on a couple of you know two, three, four directions, and and these are going to be kind of the directions that the market is going in, and everything is going to settle. Um, but um, what does this mean? It means that there's going to be for a certain while some inefficiency in the market, and I actually think that for savvy marketers, this is a great opportunity because when there is inefficiency, if you are you know scrappier, if you do some more testing, if you don't just wait for things to settle, but, you know, try to do, uh, um, you know, optimizations yourself, try to understand attribution yourself, try to see, you know, what's working best yourself. Um, There are usually opportunities to be able to get uh, a lot of effectiveness in a much lower cost than you would see in other uh, areas. Because when markets are super efficient, you know, that's also when they're the most expensive um, for a marketer. when they are inefficient, you know, savvy marketers can take advantage. Cool, cool. So, thank you very much, Gil, for being on the on the show. It was a real pleasure having you. You explained very clear to the audience um, how how video marketing can also work for them. Um, I will share a link to your LinkedIn profile, and the audience, the listeners, can also find a link to Kinetics, to the Kinetics website, in the show notes. Um, and again, thank you very much for being on the show, Gil. Awesome. Thank you, Elias. Thank you very much for having me. And uh, we'll be happy to hear from anyone that has any questions or needs some advice. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Marketing Technology Podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast, please leave us a review on your favorite podcast platform or iTunes. Also, if you want to be a guest or know someone that should be a guest to our show, shoot me an email on e.crum at marketingguys.nl. Thank you for listening.